You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? How about the National Football League? And the salaries, huh? How about Tyreek Hill? Does anyone think that the Kansas City Chiefs became a better football team today? Isn't this unbelievable? Seriously. The Dolphins acquire Tyreek Hill for five draft picks and then give him a four-year, $120 million deal. How about that? The deal makes Hill the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. $72 million becomes fully guaranteed for the start of the 2023 league year. The three-year total of the deal is over $72 million. The Jets wanted him, the Dolphins get him, and one of the most dynamic players in the National Football League Changes teams. Amazing. Incredible. The Jets offer apparently, okay, did not include a first-round pick. That was the difference. So the Dolphins are giving up their first-round pick this year, second-round pick, a fourth-round pick, plus fourth- and sixth-round picks in next year's draft. How about that? How about that move? Talk about the Miami Dolphins trying to catch the Buffalo Bills. Do they have the right quarterback to do so in Tua? Your thoughts on that. All right, NBA, the Kings are playing the Indiana Pacers. What a shame for DeMontis Sabonis that he got hurt and is not able to be there and play. That's awful. That's... uh. I'm sure he was looking forward to that. I'm sure the uh, 500 Indiana Pacer fans that show up every night were looking forward to that. Uh, right now, it is a three-point lead for the Kings with two and a half left. No Fox, no Sabonis, now 62-57 uh, Sacramento in the uh, Tyrese Halliburton Bowl. If you're Sacramento, you do not want to win this game. All right? All you got to do is look at the standings. You just got to look at the standings. Now, the players don't give a damn about that, but I'm just telling you, you look at the standings. When you look at the Indiana Pacers and the Kings, they're neck and neck. The Pacers entered play with 47 losses, and the Kings entered play with 48 losses. So, you know, you don't have to be a genius to figure that out. 
So, again, the Kings starting a five-game road trip, playing Indiana, and with two minutes left to go in the half, uh, they're up by five. But what about Tyreek Hill? What about the movement in the National Football League this offseason? And we still have more movement still ahead. Can you, you know, when you think of the Chiefs, you obviously think about Patrick Mahomes, right? Who do you think of second? You think of Tyreek Hill, correct? And you think of Travis Kelsey. You know, you could go Kelsey second, you could go Hill third, or you could go, I think, Tyreek Hill. I mean, Kelsey's great, we know that, but, I mean, how many big plays has Tyreek Hill made over the run that the Chiefs are on? Amazing. And what does this do for the Dolphins? They've had a hell of an offseason. They get a tremendous left tackle in Armstead. Now they get Tyreek Hill. The question is, is Tua the guy that can take him or take this team to the playoffs? No excuses now. You know, you got Armstead. You pick him up from the Saints. Now you have Hill. You got a dynamic looking offense. You got a tackle that can protect your quarterback. Man, I tell you, you got to give them credit. You know, you got to give the Miami Dolphins credit. All right, if you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. All right, let me know. What do you want to talk about today? It's an open forum Wednesday. We had a pretty good show yesterday, very interesting. All right, we covered a lot of topics. We got into the political farce that has become ESPN. We got into Leah Thomas. Uh, we can go any direction you want today on this open form Wednesday. I'll update you throughout the show on the scores that are currently going on as the games in the East Coast are almost at the break. And you got the Knicks and the Hornets. The Hawks are playing the Pistons. Marvin Bagley, by the way, not starting in that game, coming off the bench. The Jazz and the Celts, the Warriors are at the heat. Boy, how about the Warriors, huh? Man. Uh, the Grizzlies are playing the Nets. Suns and Timberwolves a little bit later. Magic Thunder. Rockets are in Dallas. 76ers are in L.A. And the Spurs are at Portland. You know, when you look at the Warriors, and you look at this team, which looked like they were in full gear. Now, all of a sudden, you know, they've hit the skids. Obviously, Curry's hurt. They've lost three in a row. They've lost six of ten. And they're in third place in the West. You got Phoenix as the number one seed. Then you have Memphis at 49 and 23. How about Memphis going for their 50th win tonight? What a, what a turnaround they've had, huh? Golden State, Utah, Dallas, Denver, your top six teams. Speaking of Denver, Michael Malone, not good enough to coach the Sacramento Kings, just got another contract extension from the Nuggets. Not good enough to coach in Sacramento, but boy, he's good enough to coach in Denver. So good for him. He gets a multi-year deal, another extension for Michael Malone. Good for him. Good for him. He had next year remaining on his deal and will be with the team the next couple of years. 
Stan Kroenke said in a statement, this extension is well-deserved for Coach Malone and one we are very excited to announce. You can easily point to the on-court success that Michael has brought and the improvements the team has made each year under his watch. And you can also point to the selfless, hardworking culture that has developed and grown during his tenure. Malone already third in Nuggets history with victories at 309. Trails Doug Moe and George Carl. The Nuggets are 43-30 and 30 this year, all right? They've had no Jamal Murray. They've had no Michael Porter Jr. and no Jokic. They haven't played one single game together. Think about that for a minute. Think about that. Good for Michael Malone. Good for Michael Malone. Not good enough to coach in Sacramento, but good enough to coach for a playoff team in the Denver Nuggets. Good for him. Man. <sighs> anyway, enough of that, right? What do you want to talk about today? Let me know. It's your open forum Wednesday. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Again, I want to keep you up to date on the scores. The Kings lead the Pacers 66 to 61 at halftime. Once again, no defense played uh, in games that Sacramento participate in. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, 18 minutes in the first half, seven points, seven assists, and more importantly, no turnovers. But he healed 18 minutes, five of eight floor, two or three from downtown, four assists, 12 points. So you have no Fox, no Sabonis. Uh, the Kings are starting Mitchell and Jones in a backcourt. Holiday, Barnes, and Lyles up front. Those are your starters. Kings shoot 44% from downtown in the first half, which is why they have the lead. 61% total from the floor. Indiana shot 50% in the first half and 40% from downtown. Again, 66 to 61 at the break. Also at the break, the Knicks lead Charlotte, 69-56. Detroit is on top of Atlanta at the half, 59-51. Interesting, you know, the Charlotte Hornets have given Isaiah Thomas a deal for the rest of the year. Good for him. Good for him. It has been a long road back. Good to see Isaiah Thomas with some security. You know, he's coming off the bench for uh, the Charlotte Hornets. You know, like he's not playing a lot tonight. Played uh, five minutes. You know, look at the last five games. Uh, I start with the most recent. 14 minutes, 14 minutes, 9 minutes, 17 minutes, 16 minutes. Now I'm going to run down the points. Most recent, 15 points, 11 points, 2 points, 12 points, 14 points. All right? Now I'm going to go field goal percentage in those five games for most recent. 55, 66, 25, 40, 62. All right? Good for him. Good for him. Good for him that he's found a home for the time being uh, with the Charlotte Hornets. But they are trailing the Knicks uh, at the half, uh, 69-56. to 56. Uh, Back to the NFL for a moment. When you look at Baker Mayfield and you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, all right, and you look at Seattle, you look at a few other teams, what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield? What's going to happen with Jimmy G. Where do we go with these two guys? What's going to happen? Who's going to be on a team, a new team first? 
And what is Seattle going to do? And what do you think about Baker Mayfield? What do you think of Baker Mayfield? If you were a general manager, if you were a owner of a team, and you give the keys to your general manager, which an owner should do, if you're a GM, do you want Baker Mayfield as your quarterback? Is he a guy that you're confident with if you end up making a move to get him? All right? Garoppolo won Super Bowl, won NFC, won NFC Championship, but in the NFC Championship, uh, I still cannot believe the Niners lost that game, but on both those occasions, the Niners had a solid team, and Garoppolo was a guy that won a lot, yes, but how much was because of Garoppolo and how much was because he was in a perfect system with a very good defense, a very good running game, you know, I mean, how about Debo Samuel this year? You know, a lot of things you can talk about. Would you want him as your quarterback if you were a general manager? Would you want Garoppolo? Would you want Mayfield? And if I said you could only have one of the two, who would you take? Brian, you're on with Grant Napier to get us rolling here. How are you today? I'm well, Grant. How are you today? Good. Thanks, bud. Appreciate the call. Yeah, yeah no, good topics. You know, good for Isaiah Thomas. I loved Isaiah Thomas when he was here. And, uh, one of the worst, you know, you brought up Malone. I think it was Pete Delastrange. One of the worst trades. Wasn't he in charge when he traded Isaiah Thomas for what was it, like a trade exemption? Yes. Like basically got nothing? Yeah, Pete was a, a, a farce. He was a, an embarrassment. He was the worst worst front office executive I've ever oh, yeah. been around in my 32 yeah. years of the NBA. Not even close. The guy was a disgrace. Yeah, I don't expect you to remember. We've talked on it before. Uh, even probably back in the Sacramento days. But I remember where I was when I heard that trade. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you have a guy, and you basically gave him away. And, and of course, uh, that one year with Boston, I don't know what he was in the running for that year. I mean, talk about a guy who maximized all he had for that given time. And it was unfortunate. Yep the injuries he had, but good for him. I didn't know that. So. Yep. Well, he was an MVP candidate in Boston. He yeah. was one of the MVP candidates. You know, speaking of Boston, I was doing a radio show in Boston. Oh, gosh. It was right before Christmas, and I was so pissed at the way Pete was running the team and how bad everything was, and it was – it was. I had never – I'm going to tell you this story. This is incredible. I've been through a lot of bad things with the Kings, all right? I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of bad seasons. There's been a lot of managerial coaching changes. I I was on in the taxi on the way to the radio station in Boston, and I'm thinking, God, am I gonna what am I gonna say? And anyone that knows me knows that I just start talking. And when I start talking, yeah. I just start going. I don't have anything yeah. written down. I just yeah. ad lib. I did about a 20-minute open to that show that was just I didn't raise my voice. I was very direct. And the next day, it was a matinee. I believe it was, I believe it was New Year's Eve. I may be wrong, but I believe it may have been New Year's Eve. Anyway, I'm on the floor, standing on the parquet floor at the Boston Garden, and I took the early bus. So I like getting to the games early. And yeah. all of a sudden, I see Pete Delisandro coming onto the court and comes right up to me and starts yelling at me and cursing me out on the floor in front of everybody, okay? And I go, Pete, Pete, you want to talk to me like a man? Let's go up into the stands and let's go, because nobody was at the game yet. So we go up to the stands, and we talk 
for about 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. Now, fast forward this. I'm standing on the floor with Jerry Reynolds and we're getting ready to do our open. Okay. And so we're standing on the floor at about 15 minutes before the game. We go on at about five minutes before the game. So we're standing out there and the Kings are in the warm up lines. I had three players come up to me and go, Hey, thank you very much for what you said. And I had two assistant coaches come up to me and go, Hey man, you're a saint. It needed to be said. Thank you very much. Think about that. Three yeah. players and two coaches came up to thank me for ripping the shit out of Pete and the Kings for how embarrassing of a franchise they were and what an awful job Pete was doing. I couldn't take it anymore. Brian, I couldn't yeah. take it anymore. I, I really couldn't handle it. I had to speak up for the fans. The fans had to know what the hell was going on behind the scenes. The locker room was lost. It was a, it was toxic. Nobody wanted to be there. Uh, but you know, when you have three players come up to you in the warm up lines and, and thank you. And again, we're in Boston. So they had already heard about this. Um, these three had already listened to my interview. I was like, you know, that's good validation. And then two coaches come up to me and thanking me as well. But Pete, was, let me tell you something, Brian. Pete was the worst. He was the absolute worst. Yeah, all that uh, justifies my feeling and opinion back in the day. I, I don't think there was a matter, more mad, an era where I was more mad at what was going on during that, even over what's going now with the back right. right now. You know what I mean? That, yep, that he, time yep. frame was awful. I heard him come on the on uh, Dave's show, and I remember it. Yep. Uh, he came on and, and he gave him a hypothetical, like, even if the Kings were, you know, whatever it was, like 20 and five or whatever, are you are you saying you would still fire Malone over whatever it was? And he said, yeah, it's like, what's this guy thinking? So, so yep. that story. He, he, he not only not only did he fire, not only did he fire Michael Malone, he stabbed him in the back on several times. And uh, Carmichael Dave did a live show. When I mean live, he did a studio show in the room at the radio station where audience could come in and I, I, I told Dave, I go, this will be a disaster for, P I told him, I told, I told Dave before it. And I told him, I, he goes, and, and I said, you have to do it, but this is going to be a disaster. And it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. And really that was the, the pretty much almost the last straw for Pete Delisandro. We were on, I'll never forget this. We were on the bus in San Antonio and it was, I think, I think, it was the second game of a road trip and the all-star break was upcoming. Yeah. And, and I, I'll never forget this. The first seat and the second seat on the bus, the first two rows are generally for like the head coach, the lead assistant and any other huge dignitary, dignitary, whether it could be or VIP, whether it could be the owner, whatever. Okay. So we're on the bus. And I look, and out of the lobby comes Vladi Divac, and Vladi walks onto the bus and sits in the first row, okay, the first row on the right-hand side. And I'm like, whoa. Right. And I, I'll never forget that. No one even knew Vladi was there. No one even knew what was going on. And that was basically, you know, Pete on the way out the door. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll, I'll never forget that scene. But Pete, Brian, Pete treated people like crap. Pete treated people like dogs. Uh, the first thing Pete did when he got the job was fire half of the people, people that had been there and devoted their entire careers, uh, people that were instrumental in making the franchise run properly. 
and didn't even give a damn. Just walked in and took a hatchet and started firing everybody. And I just thought, you know, this is a bad, bad guy. And he was a bad guy. And he was a disgrace. He's a, he was a disgraceful, disgraceful front office executive. Awful. The worst I've been around. Well, the worst I've been around. Yeah. yeah, that's a shame. And he put he put us back years with what he did. Years. Years. Terrible. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and switching gears, if you don't mind, I, uh, when you bring up Jimmy and and Baker, obviously I would take Jimmy uh, with just what he has more experience, what he's done in the playoffs, you know, what have you. Now, with the Niners, I don't think – What's transpired in the offseason uh, has caught them off guard. I, I, I have to assume they figured they'd have, they would have moved them by now. What do you think they're doing? Do you, I heard some on another show that someone brought up that maybe now the Niners hold him and wait for an injury, you know, and then some, a team that needs a quarterback right, right away, then maybe you yep. trade him at that point. That I never really thought about that. That seemed like a viable option if you want to hold him. But – uh, then there was also discussed, you know, if they've had conversations with him, promising him a trade, are they stuck? Like, just curious your thoughts on the whole situation now with what's transpired. Nobody in the 49ers organization thought Garoppolo would be on the roster on March 23rd or 24th or whatever it is today. Um, so there are those there. He has to pass a physical first. You know, he had surgery, uh, but I could see that happening. You know, and I know quarterbacks get hurt in this league. Uh, let's just, let's just for fun. And again, I fun's not the right word, but let's say a team like Miami, let's say Tua would go down in the first week or two of the season. Right. And Garoppolo was still on the 49ers. You, you got Tyree kill. You've got now a, 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 a revamped offensive line. You have some very interesting skill people. Uh, you've got, you know, the arguably, the best receiver from college football entering a second year from Alabama. Don't you think that they would make a call to a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, the, the, and I, again, now that they have given so much to Kansas City in terms of draft picks, I don't know what they would have. But the point is, there are those type of scenarios out there that may work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's interesting. I did not think he would be on the team this long like you just alluded to. And we'll see what happens. Nice talking. Greg. Hey, good. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Brian. Good stuff right there. Appreciate it. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, raise your hand. I'll never forget being in San Antonio and Vladi getting on the bus. And I, I, and I said to and Jerry Reynolds was sitting right in front of me. And I said, there is a God. And without even knowing what Vladi would do or what he wouldn't do, the fact that he sat down in the first row on the right told me that that was it for Pete. And I didn't care what the hell was going to happen as long as Pete was not going to be making the decisions anymore. I'll never forget that. I didn't even know Vladi was in San Antonio. I didn't even know. And when he got on the bus, I looked at Jerry and he turned. He, turned, he looked at me and I'm like, there is a God. That's uh, that that <laughs> the, the, the the things that you see when you're traveling with a professional franchise. That was unbelievable. That really was. I'll I'll, I'll just never I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. All right. If you want to come on, uh, all you need to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. The uh, Kings and the Pacers are underway again in the second half. 
and the Kings lead 68 to 61. You know, I never in a million years ever thought I would be doing a live show while the Kings were playing a game. I, I mean, I'm just telling you, like I just kind of dawned on me that I'm doing, you know, a live show while the Kings are playing. If you told me that two years ago, I would have said, I would have given you amazing odds. <laughs> that would never happen. How life changes. Uh, the Knicks lead Charlotte now 81 to 64. Uh, Detroit is uh, on top of Atlanta, surprisingly, uh, 68 uh, to 55. Again, I told you Bagley coming off the bench in this game has played only uh, 10 minutes. Interesting, because he's been starting a lot. Uh, but he's not starting in this game. And again, Detroit is on top of Atlanta, uh, 68 to 55. Golden State is in Miami. Uh, they're up by one. Miami, they just had a bad loss to Philadelphia playing without Harden, without Embiid. And uh, Philly still beat Miami. Now Golden State has just hit a three. They're up 34-31 on Miami. But just some interesting, very interesting there. Very interesting. Uh, Orlando is in Oklahoma City. They're up 11 early. Minnesota leads Phoenix 17-11. Just a couple minutes gone by. And Memphis now has opened up a lead on Brooklyn of 50 to 40 or 50 to 36. What's interesting uh, about that game is Morant is out. He's hurt. So he's not even playing in that game. And Memphis is still up 50 to 36. By the way, speaking of the Nets, all right, and the NBA, the New York City mandate is changing. The city of New York finally got some common sense. That's right. They got some common sense, and they are rolling back the mandate, which is expected tomorrow. It's about freaking time. What does that mean? It means Irving will be allowed to play in the home games, and it means that the Yankees and the Mets will be able to stand in the outfield and in the infield, in the sunshine, and play baseball. I know that's hard to believe. You know, I know that's hard to believe that you could actually have baseball players that are unvaccinated playing a sport and standing out outdoors in the sunshine. About time. Seriously, the state of New York is so messed up. It, it really is. It really is. So it appears that that is the way it's going to be. Now, I, I don't know if things could change. I, I would think so. On Tuesday, the mayor, Mayor Adams of New York said, quote, we're going to do it in the right way. We're going to follow the science. We're going to make the right decision in New York. No matter what you do, this is 8.8 million people and 30 million opinions. So you're never going to satisfy New Yorkers. So you must go with your logic, your heart, and the science. No, Mayor Adams, in all due respect, you go with common sense. That's what you do. That's what you do. All right? You don't go with, the, you don't go with your heart. You go with common sense. All right? You are, you are accurate when you say you must go with the logic. The logic is common sense. All right? You don't go with your heart. And the science has been all over the map. So you go with common sense. That's what you do. All right? You go with common sense. And common sense is the mandates in New York City are embarrassingly comical. That's what it is. Okay? Comical. You know, when Kyrie Irving can go to a restaurant and then go to the game and sit in the stands with people without a mask on, but he can't play, that's comical. When a visiting player who happens to be unvaccinated comes into New York, he can play, but Kyrie Irving can't. Again, that is comical. Okay? 
Your city has looked bad. It's been an embarrassing look for New York. And it's about freaking time. It's about freaking time that the state of New York, and in this particular instance, the city of New York, it's not the state, the city of New York, all right? And again, the mayor is the one that is lifting the mandate on Athletes Thursday. You you and I both know that Mayor Eric Adams has been on the phone a lot with the sports owners of New York and telling him to wake the hell up and come to reality. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee you that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, still amazing to me that we are even talking about this in the third week of March. Speaking of the third week of March, we are, what, two weeks away from Augusta. No Phil Mickelson. And you would think no Tiger Woods. Um you would think, I, I don't know if we're ever going to see Tiger Woods play again. I I would never uh, rule him out of anything. But we do know, no, Phil Mickelson. And I, I wonder when we're ever going to see Phil play again and what it would be like in the tournament that he comes back, the first tournament that he comes back. Seriously, what would it be like? What do you think it's going to be like for Phil Mickelson the first time he steps on a golf course in a tournament? Do you think he's going to get cheered? Do you think he's going to get booed? Do you think it's going to be mixed? Do you think it's going to be... What do you, what do you think that's going to be like? Is he going to be forgiven? Is he going to be... Uh, walking around with a shirt with no logos on it and a hat with no logos, golf balls with no logos, a golf bag with no logo. Seriously, we're talking about Phil Mickelson here. I wonder what that's going to be like. I wonder what that is going to be like for Phil. All right, again, I want to hear from you. It's an open forum Wednesday. Give me a call. Hit your hand icon. Uh, and we will do it. The uh, Pacers have now tied up the game with Sacramento. You know, normally when you shoot as well as the King shot in the first half, that's going to change, and it already is starting to change uh, pretty dramatically. So right now, uh, the Pacers are outscoring the Kings uh, 16 to 6 in the third quarter, and they now lead the Kings 77 to 72. So in all likelihood, this game's going to be 
you know, the Kings will probably lose by 20 now, which is perfect. You want them to lose. But again, when you shoot that well in the first half, like the Kings did, you're probably going to have a real difficult time in the second half. Teams don't shoot 60% for the whole ball game. Kings got off to a good start. They put 37 on the board in the first, 29 in the second. But right now, uh, they are down. After leading at the break, they're trailing uh, 77 to 72. Five minutes have been played uh, in that third quarter. All right, so there you have it. The uh, Tyrese Halliburton Bowl, no Sabonis. Uh, Halliburton has nine points and 11 assists. How about 11 assists and no turnovers for Tyrese Halliburton? How big of a game do you think this is for Halliburton and Heald? Just, just wondering their emotions. We'll find out what they have to say uh, after the game. But Buddy is 7 of 12. He's 4 of 6 from 3. And he's got 18 points. Halliburton, by the way, has got the best plus minus of any player on the floor by far. He's plus 11. All right? Plus 11. So so a big game for those guys. No question about it. Big game. 77 uh, 72 again in the third quarter. Uh, the Pacers lead the Kings. Got us some interesting feedback from yesterday's show, and uh, I was not surprised, but I was glad to see so many people agreeing with me as it relates to ESPN and their absurd managerial stance on what their talent can and cannot do. A lot of it is based on ethnicity, a lot of it is based on uh, the sex of the individual. I mean, you know it and I know it. I mean, let's just call it the way it is. Uh, that's the truth. And there have been too many examples to just say, no, that's not true. It is true. It is very true. And we could sit there and point example after example after example after example. I mean, ESPN is, has fallen off the pier into the ocean. They really have. That's why I'm not watching them anymore. I'm done watching them. I watch the Masters. I watch the NHL. And that is it. But thanks for those of you that reached out on my social media platforms and told me that they uh, that you agree. I don't know how you couldn't agree, but I respect people's opinions. And if you disagree, I'd love to know why you disagree. All right. the uh, Boy, how about Detroit leading Atlanta? Think about this. Detroit now we're talking about. We're talking about the freaking Pistons. 84 to 55. 84 to 55. The Detroit Pistons are leading the Atlanta Hawks. How does that happen? Wow. 84 to 55. We're talking about the Pistons. Pistons have 19 wins. The Atlanta Hawks have 36 wins. And Atlanta's been playing really well. Really well. And yes, Trey Young is playing. Yes, Bogey is playing. Yes, Hunter is playing. Capella is playing. The Wawu Cabaret is playing. They're playing, and they're getting blown out. They're getting blown out. All right, again, I want to hear from you. The uh, uh, score in Miami now, the Warriors lead the Heat uh, 39-36 with three minutes left to go uh, in the first half. All right, tomorrow we'll do it again at uh, 5 o'clock. We will talk a little bit more about the NFL. You know, I was talking about a buddy of mine who works in Cleveland. Very interesting. Matter of fact, I forgot to tell you this conversation. So he works in Cleveland at a radio station, and it's, he, he doesn't do full-time sports, but he's on a station with sports. And he said 
that the feedback, that the reaction on Deshaun Watson is very mixed in Cleveland, which I found, wow. So what we were talking about yesterday, the, the, the fans are mixed on Watson. They really are. And he thinks that this could be a big firestorm for the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, we have to go through the civil suits and everything else. But like we were talking about on the show yesterday, you know, a lot of fans think he's guilty. You know, that there are 22 different women that have come forward to make these allegations. And he was saying that a lot of the fans in Cleveland that it's mixed. And I was like, you know, and I know about the Cleveland sports market because I went to college in Ohio and all my friends were from Cleveland. So I went through the Brian Sipe era, the Sam Ritigliano. I mean, the Cleveland Cadavers, uh, the Indians were terrible. I mean, I know what it's like to be a Cleveland sports fan because I used to make fun of my friends every day for decades. I still do, although they finally won a championship in the NBA thanks to LeBron. But I still make fun of them. I still make fun of their Browns, and I make fun of their Indians, although the Indians have at least have had some success. The point I'm trying to make is I understand the pain that a Cleveland Browns fan goes through. And, you know, we, if you put Deshaun Watson's legal issues aside for just a moment, from a talent perspective, he makes the Browns a much, much better team. I mean, that's not even debatable. The guy is a dynamic player. Dynamic. He's really, really good. But what does this mean from a business perspective to the Cleveland Browns? What does it mean from a sponsorship all right. Are, are you going to have businesses that are going to go and go, we don't want to be a part of your organization anymore? Uh, the domino effect of this could be significant. But I, I was just curious, you know, when I talked to him, what the feedback was in Cleveland. And he said uh, it is very, very mixed, very mixed, very mixed indeed. All right. Updating you on uh, the scores, the uh, Kings and the Pacers. In the uh, Tyrese Halliburton Bowl, it is now 80 to 76. The Pacers are up now 83 76. They've outscored the Kings 22 to 10 in the third. My prediction is the Kings will lose by 20 in this game. Now it's 85 to 76. That's my prediction. And again, Tyrese Halliburton, nine points, 12 assists, no turnovers, but he healed now, has made five of seven from three. He's got 21 points. I know, buddy. I can almost guarantee a buddy did not sleep last night. Buddy was licking his freaking chops getting ready to play in this game. That much I can guarantee you. All right, again, updating you. Boy, the Knicks have opened up a 95-86 lead against Charlotte. Boston at the break leads Utah 68-45. Warriors and uh, Heat separated by a point in the second. Memphis leads Brooklyn 67-55, 345 left uh, in the third. And Minnesota's up on Phoenix 28-23 with uh, the first quarter almost uh, winding down. All right, we got a couple of phone calls that we want to get to. And we're going to start with Mr. Thailand. And uh, we're going to get to uh, San Diego and start with uh, Richard. As soon as he turns his microphone on, we'll hear from Richard. There we go. Richard's got jet lag, so i got to give him a little bit of a break. Hey, Richard, how are you? Richard, what's going on? Richard? We on? Yep. Yep, there yep. you go. Go ahead, Richard. Okay, go okay ahead. great. I never thought in a million years I'd be watching the Kings on TV and then listen to you on a live live broadcast. I know. I can't believe it either. I, it just finally hit me what I'm doing. I'm like, wow, how yeah. odd is this? <laughs> 
but and then and then of course the kings the kings are playing you know uh two two former kings and yep. uh and i and i'm actually wearing my buddy hill jersey today probably for the last time but i'm you know like i i, I texted my buddy up in oregon that's from sacramento and a, and a rampant kings fan i says i'm run, i'm running the armor tank today <laughs> good for you there you yeah. go absolutely so, so that's that's the story, man. We, uh, you know, I I just I'm like, yeah, go, buddy, keep keep hitting, man. We want to lose this game, so it, it's. Oh, you're gonna lose it. I mean, the, the Pacers yeah. are killing them in the third. They're yeah. killing them. Twenty six yeah. to ten is the score in the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm I got the game on mute right now because I wanted to, I wanted to pipe in because I've been listening to your program, but uh, it's it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome what's what's happening and. You know, Grant, I just, uh, you know, you're on the right path, I feel, and I wish you all the best, okay? Thank you. I really appreciate it. Enjoy your uh, rest of your day, Richard. Take care. Thanks very much. Be good. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, We got some other calls that we want to get to. And again, if you want to get on, just raise your hand icon, and we'll put you right on, and we say hello to Tony. Hey, Tony, how are you today? Great, Grant. How about yourself? Good, Tony. What's up? Hey, just got a quick question for you. So I'm watching some of this NC2A uh, uh, March Madness stuff going on. And, you know, when they're shooting the free throws, you know, they have the hashes where you're supposed to line up, you know, if uh, on the free throw, uh, on the, yep. the the key, right? Now, yep. the guys used to line up further down. There's a big square block, you know, is kind of a, am I describing this right? I mean, instead of a hash, it's kind of a bigger block, you know, uh, on the line. Uh, and now they're lining up further away from the rim. Nobody takes that further spot down. Is that making sense to you? It is making sense to me, and I'm, I'm not really sure if they changed that or not, to be quite honest with you. And so I apologize uh, for not knowing the answer to that. Um, I, gosh, I just, I don't recall if they made a change like that. Yeah, I, I know but, that but the, they're all lining up out, they're all lining up further away now. And I thought maybe it's because, you know, sometimes you get too close. Maybe, you know, it was just not an advantage anymore. I don't know. And I just, I said, hey, I don't remember that ever seen that before. So, you know what, Tony, I'm sorry. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. No worries. All right, Thanks, be good. Grant. Take care. Yep, thank you very much. Uh, if anybody knows the answer to that, let us know. I have not noticed that, so I don't know what to say, you know. I have noticed. All right, again, uh, come on. We'll uh, talk about anything you want in an open form Wednesday. I'm trying to look right now. As I just, I'm trying to Google this. I I don't know. I don't know. Anybody know the answer to that? I haven't noticed it. I haven't noticed it. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow, same time, 5 o'clock, we'll uh, talk about, I'm sure, the reaction after this game from Halliburton and Buddy Heald. I don't think there will be any reaction much from the Kings without Sabonis playing, and they're probably going to lose. So. We'll, we'll get into that tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow, uh, the reaction from those two players. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls here on this Wednesday edition of our Open Forum Wednesday with Jerry. Good afternoon, Jerry. Hey, Grant. How you doing today? Good, Jerry. What's up? Hey, Grant. I got a question for you. Uh, you know what? Uh, when did Buddy Hill start playing any defense? That's a great question. That's a great question. That's <laughs> That, that I, I don't recall him playing defense uh, now that I think about it. Do you recall him playing defense? No, sir. I, You know what? I mean, right now I'm watching the Kings and Pacers game right now, and uh, he looks like a totally different player out there. I'm just like, wow. Why couldn't you do that here in Sacramento? 
Yeah, he wanted out for a long time. I and I again, uh, it's a shame when a player is rewarded with a contract the way the Kings gave Buddy the contract, and the the I, I guess we, we saw it with Fox a lot this year too. I, I just I will never understand that. That just will never resonate with me. I I don't get that. I really don't. It's it's a shame, isn't it? And Grant, one more question for you. Um, I don't understand because uh, uh, Metu, right? He's been perfect from the field in the first half, right? And he shot a shot. He was fouled, and he went to the line to shoot free throws. But they're still saying he was perfect from the field. So, um, how does that work? Well, being perfect from the field does not uh, constitute free throws. Free throws are not part of your field goal percentage. Free throws and free throw percentage is a different category. So you could be, you know five of five from the field, meaning you made all five of your shots and you could be 0 of five from the foul line. Uh, one has nothing to do with the other in terms of basketball statistics. Oh, so when he shoots the ball and he's fouled at the same time, so that doesn't count as a shot. Then? That does not count as a shot attempt. That's great. If you are in the act of shooting and you're fouled, that does not count as a field goal attempt. That's correct. Now, if the ball goes in, then yes. But if the ball does not go in and you're fouled, that does not count as a field goal attempt. That's correct. Okay, Grant, because I told my wife, I'm like, you know what, babe, I think they're right there. I think that's a dead ball, uh, free throws, but I wasn't sure, Grant. So No problem. No, thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Take care. Again, if you want to get on before we wrap up this show, uh, hit your hand icon. In retrospect, probably not the best idea uh, to do a show when the Kings are playing, even though and I, and I, I would think not a lot of people are watching the Kings these days. But I do think people are watching today and paying attention because of Halliburton uh, and because of healed. You know, I get that. All right. So we'll uh, we'll wrap up the show a little bit earlier today. We'll be bouncing back tomorrow. Uh, I'll do it again at five o'clock. Really appreciate uh, the support. Thanks for checking us out here on Listen App. And again, we'll have a new show for you uh, tomorrow. Again, at the end of three now, those mighty Sacramento Kings have pulled to within four. It is 89 to 85. How about that? Halliburton with a double-double. Also 13 assists and no turnovers. That's pretty damn good. That is pretty damn good. Kings playing without Fox, playing without Sabonis, and it's 89-85. Uh, there you go. All right, let's get to uh, another call before we wrap it up since we do have somebody that wants to get on, and I'm always willing to take your calls regardless of where we are in the show, and we're going to get to Isaac. Isaac, hit your microphone icon, and we'll put you on, and you can contribute to the show today. But again, at the end of three... 8985. Isaac, how are you today? Hey, Grant. No, I just wanted to say, I don't think it would hurt just to call during the sh- during the game because what are we really missing out on here? Like, we just need the Kings to lose at this point. <laughs> yeah, you do. And and uh, right now it's a four-point game. The Kings were outscored 28-19 to 19 in the third, and Indiana is up by four. But you're right. You do want the Kings to lose this game. You're, you're spot on, Isaac. Yeah. Um, no, I just wanted to say, I called the other day, you know, uh, about the trade and everything, but um, I just want to say something personally to you, man. Like, yeah, we miss you in Sacramento, and I know you hear this every day from fans, but uh, I do really miss you in the broadcast. You know, it, it's not the same. It's really not the same, Grant. And uh, having these part-time broadcasters come in and, you know, uh, you know, for the most part, they're professionals at the same time, but they're not Grant Napier. They're, they're not Grant Napier. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, I appreciate it, Isaac. Uh, it means a lot to me, the support that I've received from people like yourself and others, and uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. It's humbling. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm in the process right now of exploring uh, big opportunities uh, as it relates to, you know, getting back to Sacramento, perhaps, and, you know, having what we used to have, maybe not on the King's perspective, but other perspectives, other other forms. And so I'm working on some things. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll see what we can do, but never say never, right? Never say never, Isaac. Um, you know, I'm not living in Sacramento right now. Uh, we decided to move away for a while. It wasn't permanent. It was temporary. We're only renting and I'm keeping all my options open. And if I end up back in Sacramento, then I end up back in Sacramento. But if I do, I guarantee you, I will be all over the place and you'll be able to listen to me, uh, not just for 45 minutes to an hour to an hour and a half every day. You'll be able to listen and watch me uh, for multiple hours. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, Isaac. But I really appreciate your support. Absolutely. And uh, I'll be along for the ride with you uh, as well for your journey as well. And you're doing great things right now, man. But that's all. Thanks, Isaac. Yep. No problem. I really. Yep. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate that. Really do. Thank you very much. Uh, I love calls. Well, of course, I love calls like that. And I, I appreciate all the feedback I get still on a daily basis with my messages. And, you know, I look at social media and uh, I appreciate it. Of course I do. You know, again, I'm, I have no problem saying this. What happened to me was a travesty. And the vast majority of people, not only in Sacramento, but around the country, know that what happened to me is a travesty. You know, I've talked to very openly and very honest about, as a matter of fact, I've even talked about it on my podcast, that the vast majority of my friends here in Florida are people of color, both female and male. And only one, only one of all the people that I've met and have become friends with, only one felt like what happened to me should have happened to me. All the others are appalled, calling it a travesty, can't believe it, just, just think it's so wrong what happened to me. Okay. And these are, these are black people. All right. And I've done podcasts on this. You know, you can listen to episode 42 and me meeting V and all of her friends and then meeting uh, David and his story that I did a podcast on and what happened to him when he was playing football at Eastern Michigan. And then he transferred to North Carolina A&T and his journey and what it's been like. And now he's a front office executive. And I, I literally will get together with these people. We will sit around, have dinner, have a beer, and we'll just talk. And 
we talk about everything. And it's amazing the similarities that we all have. It's amazing the things that we all have in common. And they all support me. And they all want to be my friend. And they want to support me. And they do support me. And many of the people that I'm friends with don't even live in South Florida. They now live in different parts of the country. And I still am in contact with them from time to time. They'll send me a random text message. Hey, Grant, just thinking about you. How you doing, man? And these are people I just met that are different ethnicity, completely different background. And we've become very good friends. L.A., Atlanta, Fort Worth. It's just great. I get it's been amazing. So I don't like talking about myself that much, but sometimes when I get a phone call like Isaac, I like to follow it up. I know what happened to me is a travesty. We get it. We understand. The question is, where do I go from here? Right? I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I don't have time to feel sorry for myself. I got to get back up, got to get back on the horse, got to move forward. And when this app became available, I jumped all over it because I'm like, wow, I can connect with my audience again. And although it may not be the same as what I had, it will be. And what I have in store for the future has the potential to be big and successful. And we can have several thousand people every single day as part of my audience. And that's where I want to get to. And I will get to that. All right. But I don't want, you know, when I talk about me, I'm like, oh, gee, I want you to, I want to cry on your shoulder. I don't want to cry on your shoulder. You know, there are a lot of folks that have it. I mean, all you got to do is turn the news on and then you will stop feeling sorry for yourself. Just turn the news on for five minutes and then ask yourself if you feel sorry for yourself. That's it. Just put any news channel on for five minutes. Okay. And I, I guarantee you, if you do feel sorry for yourself, you won't be feeling sorry for yourself after you watch five minutes of the news. That's it. Just just five minutes. So it's all good. Onward and upward, right? That's where we're at. Going straight up north. Pacers are on top now in the fourth of uh, 93 to 90. Again, that game in the fourth quarter from Indianapolis. All right, so we will wrap it up now. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you all. Be back tomorrow, same time, right here on Listen Up. Grant Napier saying so. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.